Brought to you by the Appleseed. It's like a regular episode. Only shorter. We call them bites. Thanks for joining us for an Appleseed Bite, a mini episode of the show, just a single story, a few minutes long, in case you've only got a few minutes and you want to fill those few minutes with some great storytelling. We've got some for you today. We want to remind you, of course, that we bring you a few of these bites each week in preparation for the Thursday drop of our hour-long episode filled with stories for you and your family. This Thursday, of course, join us for a performance recorded live in the Appleseed studio before a live audience uh, Tim Lowry, the wonderful South Carolina storyteller, with a story about a road trip that you will find familiar if you've ever been on a road trip. Uh, Again, join us on Thursday for uh, some time with Tim Lowry. I'm joined in the studio now by one of our producers, Heather Bigley. Heather, thanks for joining me. Thanks for inviting me. Tell us a little bit about what we're going to hear. We are going to hear, with the unique vocal stylistics of Willie Claflin, (laughs) The Little Red Hen. Now, you may be saying, I know that story. I know the little red hen. And and if that's what you're saying and if that's what you're expecting. You've never heard it like this. You've never heard it like this. And it's really not so much Willie Claflin, is it, as much as it is Willie Claflin's puppet storytelling companion, Maynard Moose. Yes. Right? As well as an ending that I think needed to be added. <laughs> <laughs> An ending that needed to be added. You're about to hear it along with the beginning and middle. Maynard Moose recorded live at the National Storytelling Festival in Jonesboro, Tennessee, on the arm of Willie Claflin, the little red hen, here on the Appleseed. I would like to tell one more story that communicates traditional moose values and has moral at the end for to improve our behaviors. Diff is called the Lil Red Hen. Once upon a time, there was a Lil Red Hen. She had three friends, one with a doggy, one with a goose, honk, and the third with a cow. Well, one day the Lil Red Hen was gazing up at the beautiful clouds in the sky and looking at the songbirds go twerp cheeple and wondering why, oh, why can't I, when all of a sudden, Mm-hmm. When all of a sudden, she saw some grains of wheat. That was because one eye was on the right-hand side of her head, and the other eye was on the left-hand side of her head, and every time she looked at the sky, she saw the ground at the same time. <laughs> this is why chickens need to learn their right from their left early in life. Otherwise, you wind up looking for worms in the clouds. <laughs> By the way, her name was Eponymous, but they called her the Little Red Hen for short. <laughs> well, she called to her friends. Hey, you guys, I found some grains of wheat. Who wants to help me plant the wheat? We can grow some wheat and make some bread. It will be yummy. Who wants to help, huh? I can't possibly help, say the doggy. I'm so far behind at work. I'm, I'm two or three months behind. I'm so stressed out. I don't even have time to eat. <laughs> I would like to help you, say the goose, but I have a terrible case of gastro-indignation. <laughs> I think there is something terminally wrong with me, and I have to go to the veterinarian, and off you go. 
I ain't gonna help, said a cow. I got a date with a cute moose. <laughs> and off she go, gudum, gudum, gudum. Very well, said a little red hen, then I will do it myself. So she plant the wheat and sun and moon, time passes and the rain shine and the sun falls. <laughs> and pretty soon the wheat grow nice and tall. It is ready for it to be harvested. Hey, you guys, say the hen, who wants to help me harvest the wheat? Take it down to the mill for to be ground into flour. How can you even ask me, say the doggy? You know how stressed I am at work. I'm working double overtime. I'm never getting my project done. I don't even have time to chase my tail. And off he go. I would like to help you, say the goose, but I have ballistical disorderations with my middle ear. I do not know up from sideways. I'm afraid there is something terminally wrong with me. I have to go to the veterinarian and see. And off she waddle. I ain't gonna help, say the cow. I'm gonna go dancing with my cute moose. <laughs> and off she go, gudum gudum. Very well, say little red hen. Then I will do it myself. And shall see harvest the wheat and take it down to the mill and get it all grinded up into flour. Then she bring it home, get ready for to bake the bread. Hey, you guys, say little red hen, who wants to help me bake the bread? How can you keep asking me, say the doggy? You know how totally stressed out I am? I don't even have time to drool. And off he go. <laughs> I would like to help you, say the goose, but I have a pain in my left wing and my beak keeps falling asleep, but I'm afraid there is something terribly wrong with me. I gotta go to the veterinarian. Not me, say the cow. I'm gonna go to the piney woods and chase busterflies with my cute moose. Gudum, gudum, and off she go. <laughs> Very well, say the little red hen. Then I will do it myself. So she baked the bread. And after a little while, four beautiful smelling loaves of bread sat in the windowsill. Hey, you guys, say the little red hen. Who wants to help me eat the bread? I will, say the doggy. I got my project all done and I'm ready for vacation. Me too, say the goose. I have discovered Dr. Gander's herbal tincture. <laughs> and now I am wellness personified. <laughs> I will help you too, say the cow, and I brought my cute moose. Can we have two extra pieces? He have a big appetite. Hi there, say the moose. I got big appetites. <laughs> Well, say the little red hen, you think you'd like some bread, do you? Well, when I found the grains of wheat, would anybody help me plant the wheat? No, I had to do it myself. And when I harvested the wheat and took it down to the mill to be grounded into flour, would any of you guys help me? No, I had to do it myself. And when it was time to bake the bread, would any of you guys help me? No, I had to do it myself. So you want some bread, do you? Well, nya, 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 you don't get any. I go and eat it all myself. And she eat all four loaves of bread. Blugs, you do not feel so good. <laughs> Gee, said a doggy, I only offered to eat some to be polite. I myself like mysterious meat byproducts in a petroleum-based sauce. Actually, say the cow, the moose and I are going to get married. We're going to eat a big chocolate cake afterwards. We would have spoiled our appetite. Thank you. And off they go. Um, say the goose, I do not think you should have eaten all that bread. 
Dr. Gander says that a carbo overload can seriously unballast your system. You are going to need a thorough cleansing after that. And after eating four loaves of bread, well, you will tend towards obesity and heart disease. Well, bye, I'm off to Dr. Gander's wellness weekend and purge retreat, and off you go. And they all lived happily for never afterwards, and the little red hen sat there with four loaves of bread stuffed in her tummy, not feeling good at all. And the moral of the story? If you set out to teach your friends a lesson, you just might teach yourself a lesson instead. So take a lesson from the little red hen, avoid carbo overload. Thank you for your detention. Thank you, Minnie. Thank you. Maynard Moose, the storytelling companion of the Bay Area storyteller Willie Claflin with The Little Red Hen. I've been listening to it not only with you, but with our producer, Heather Bigley. Heather, Willie Claflin. Yes. <laughs> One of my favorite things about a Willie Claflin story is, you know, you, you know that Willie Claflin is performing with a puppet, Maynard Moose, on his hand. There, there's no pretending really that it's not a puppet, right. you know. I mean, that's all very, that's all, that's that's very, very straightforward. Um, I love hearing the audience and realizing that the audience is made up. This audience is made up almost entirely of grownups, right? And they're just digging every moment of it, every last <laughs> moment of it. And, and and you think when you see Willie Claflin come out on the stage with a puppet moose on his hand, you think, oh, a kid's puppet show. I mean, right. that that runs through your head, you know. And then it's just full of of this. It's full of this kind of acerbic kind of well-read <laughs> humor that you think, oh, I, I'm I am I'm in the right place for this. <laughs> <laughs> well, the little red hen story is always been one of those frustrating stories because um, I guess in today's parlance, she doesn't have boundaries, right? And then at the end, she sort of serves them all right, but everything could have been just avoided if she'd said, if you're not going to help, then you don't get the bread. Or right. if you're, yeah. except if you had communicated that you should have been better, might have turned out differently. Yeah, I think I, I think when I when I compare my own self to the little red hen. Yes, I am the little red hen. <laughs> yes, we are all the little red hen. I wonder sometimes what it would be like to say. Uh, who wants to help me plant the wheat, right? And right. if and if nobody says that they will help, then I think sometimes I find myself uh, being the kind of person who says, okay, I guess we won't have bread. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if we just said it out at the beginning, hey, guys, I was thinking we do this thing. And then when everyone's like, shrug, no, I don't care, then you can quietly put away your dreams and <laughs> go about another task. But. Or find a different team. Yes. Right? Oh, there we go. <laughs> right. Are they really your friends if they never want to hang out with you and plant wheat together? That's right. Yeah, exactly. Well, Willie Claflin, it's always fun to hear a fractured fairy tale, and not many are better at it than Willie Claflin and, of course, his companion, Maynard Moose. Maynard Moose, who has his own catalog of albums. 
So one of uh, this story is, in fact, from a collection of stories called Maynard Moose Live at the National Storytelling Festival. A pleasure to bring it to you today and a pleasure to have Heather Bigley with me. Heather, thanks for joining me. Thanks so much. And, of course, join us on Thursday for a road trip story with Tim Lowry. Tim Lowry telling the story of a road trip all over the West and the obtaining of what becomes a favorite jacket. You won't want to miss it. I'm Sam Payne. Can't wait to be with you again on the Appleseed. Thanks for joining us. For a bite! Brought to you by the Appleseed.